Sorry. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye, <clears throat> praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalms 84 and 134. Oh, how amiable are thy dwellings, thou Lord of hosts. My soul hath a desire and longing to enter into the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh rejoice in the living God. Yea, the sparrow hath found her an house, and the swallow a nest where she may lay her young. Even thy altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are they that dwell in thy house. They will always be praising thee. Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee, in whose heart are thy ways. Who, going through the veil of misery, use it for a well, and the pools are filled with water. They will go from strength to strength, and unto the God of gods appeareth every one of them in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer, and hearken, O God of Jacob. Behold, O God our defender, and look upon the face of thine anointed. For one day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of ungodliness. For the Lord God is a light and defense. The Lord will give grace and worship, and no good thing shall he withhold from them that live a godly life. O Lord God of hosts, blessed is the man that putteth his trust in thee. Psalm 134 Behold now, praise the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord. Ye that by night stand in the house of the Lord, even in the courts of the house of our God. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and praise the Lord. The Lord that made heaven and earth give thee blessing out of Zion. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 13th chapter of the book of Ezekiel. And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel who prophesy, and say to those who prophesy out of their own heart, Hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, Woe to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. O Israel, your prophets are like foxes in the desert. You have not gone up into the gaps to build a wall for the house of Israel to stand in battle on the day of the Lord. They have envisioned futility and false divination, saying, Thus says the Lord. The Lord has not sent them, yet they hope that the word may be confirmed. Have you not seen a futile vision, and have you not spoken false divination? You say, the Lord says, but I have not spoken. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, because you have spoken nonsense and envisioned lies, therefore I am indeed against you, says the Lord God. My hand will be against the prophets who envision futility and who divine lies, and they shall not be in the assembly of my people, nor be written in the record of the house of Israel, nor shall they enter into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord God. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed, for he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm, he hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 19th verse of the second chapter of the second book of St. Timothy. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands, having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his, and let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Flee also youthful lusts, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. But avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient, in humility, correcting those who are in opposition, if God perhaps will grant them repentance, so that they may know the truth, and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken by him, taken captive by him to do his will. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty God, who has committed to the hands of men the ministry of reconciliation, we humbly beseech thee by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit to put it into the hearts of many to offer themselves for this ministry, that thereby mankind may be drawn to thy blessed kingdom, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, give unto us the increase of faith, hope, and charity, and that we may obtain that which thou dost promise, make us to love that which thou dost command, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening to all. What thoughts about our lessons tonight? We are still in the ember days, the autumnal ember days, which, um, as we've talked about before, are days set apart in the liturgical year for praying for the calling of people into holy orders and into the ministry of holy orders. And so the lessons that are appointed for those days um, are, are, are kind of pointed at um, the kind of the nature of that ministry that we are calling, we are calling upon God to continue calling people into. Um, and refreshing the ministers of the church. Uh, and so there's there's much that can be said about the lessons for tonight, but I think a, a thread between all of them that stood out to me was that um, in all of them, you have this notion of being um, of, the, of, a, of a sort of, the, the, of a pastoral minister being called out from among the people, but being called towards something uh, that they are sort of in constant pursuit of. Um, and are being constantly formed by, and that they, whatever they bear witness to is to that thing that they have witnessed, that they have beheld. 
um, it's um, it's unfortunately the case that um, that oftentimes uh, ministry um, comes into the hands uh, comes into hands that you know uh, are maybe informed but not experienced uh, in the things that it, that they are pointing to and the things they are bearing witness of. Um, and you know, as ministry as ministries grow, um, that kind of experiential basis and that kind of wisdom uh, grows with it. Uh, but with all three of our what our psalms and both of our lessons are pointing to tonight is that. Um, a, a minute, a, you know, a minister is someone who is under authority, um, and they are under the authority of God. Ultimately, they are under the authority. They are under the authority of those who have called them forward as well, and those who have gone before them, um, and a, a sort of a tradition of following God. Um, and it's 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 sadly the case that oftentimes we also see the absence of this in in you know pastoral leaders is that. Um, they become a kind of tradition unto themselves and are unaccounted for by someone beyond them. Um, and what this, you know, points to to us ultimately is that what begins as a kind of um, indolent habit of pastoral formation where someone becomes unaccountable to anyone around them, it develops into someone who believes they are not accountable to God. Um, and that we learn obedience to God through that kind of ordinary obedience to those God has put in our lives to that they have authority over us. And, you know, we don't like to talk about authority very much. Um, you know, we are a very democracy oriented people uh, for better or worse as Americans. And, um, and one of the things we, we have to always be checking in ourselves is that we, we don't get into the notion that we are a self-governing people in the ultimate sense, even if we are in the provisional sense, um, that ultimately we, our lives are all conditional. They are all conditioned upon um, uh, walking in the ways of the Lord and experiencing flourishing if they do and ruin if they don't. And this is particularly true of anyone who would um, aspire to a ministry within the church, that if they are not um, sort of resolute in ordinary obedience, they are likely to lead others astray. Um, and, and that just that has so much evidence, I think, behind it that, it, that it's kind of incontrovertible. Um, and so for us tonight, we remember as we read these, this lessons from Ezekiel, which is a, an oracle against those who pretend to be speaking the words of God, but have just ended up tricking themselves and others into just reporting their own internal thoughts and just hoping they're getting it right. Um, that this is the kind of anxiety that comes to characterize communities of faith where, um, where we are not interconnected with the complexities of of the, those who have gone before us and ultimately with God who sits over all is that when we become kind of directors unto ourselves and then we purport to direct others, we're just kind of the blind leading the blind. And so Paul's exhortation to Timothy is exactly along these lines. Um, and it follows on a long um, passage that we didn't read tonight, but that, that is the pretext of what he says tonight that, you know, you whatever, you, you know, you have you have understood these things because, you know, I have imparted them to you. You have grown up in them and you have walked in this way from your youth up. That's why even though you are youthful now, it's not it's not a sign of your that you do not have not experienced these things to be true and cannot speak and bear witness to them faithfully. But we still get back to the fact that Timothy has been one under teaching, under authority in an example, following as an apprentice and now is being called into a ministry of sort of his own right, but does so in the shadow or rather in the light of all of those that have gone before him. And so um, one of the great litmus tests we gather from this that, that I think is always helpful for us to remember is um, before we would be led by someone, it's important to ask, you know, are they led by someone or are they self-directing uh, directors? 
um, then we should be um, extremely wary of the latter. So a couple thoughts for tonight. Continuing with our intercession on page 590. Let us pray. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. O Lord, support us all the day long, until the shadows lengthen and the evening comes, and the busy world is hushed and the fever of life is over, and our work is done. Then, in thy mercy, grant us a safe lodging, a holy rest, and peace at the last, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining in tonight, and thanks to Aaliyah, my co-leader. Hope you'll have a wonderful start to your weekend. Thank you, Father. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you. Have a good evening, everyone.